freedom to fly, another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the best area. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. episode i uh misspoke i was mistaken i thought that we had six episodes left in our season and when we went over our schedule i discovered i was double counting one of the days so we actually have this episode and then two more oh to wrap up book two i believe in us and i think we can do it this season has gone by so quickly it has that's why I thought we had to we had to have at least a couple more episodes because I was like, oh, surely we're not almost done. It just really cranked by. Guess we're having so much fun, right, gang? Oh yeah, <laughs> so much fun. Even we even had like a two month vacation in there, right? Yeah, kind of vaguely. We took we did that. Also, might be it. We took a couple breaks. Kind of just lost track of stuff. All right, last episode, you defeated the ships that had come to collect Agavana Stoneblood for some reason. You you really don't know, and you destroyed them. So there's, there's just <laughs> no telling. You went back to Vesk 3 and told Eshovayo just the bad news that, gosh darn it, it looks like Agavana wasn't home when we got there. Well, what do you know? Then the facility got destroyed and there was really nothing we could have done about that. Oh, but hey, you know, like maybe there's something else going on. Maybe something a little deeper. Maybe uh, a secret organization that you don't know about. You know, maybe she was working on a cure. I don't know. I don't know. We just found this stuff. We just found this stuff. He did believe you because Dustin's bluffs checks are out fucking standing. And uh, you were able to pass off that information and still got paid a little bit. You took that 5 BP that you were paid and you upgraded your starship. Tarika called you to give you another job, uh, which is going and helping out her friend out uh, in Vesk 5, Yatraxo Resbin, who's the captain of the Wild Magic, who uh, works as a storm runner. And that's where you're headed now storm runner yeah does anybody want to make me any checks about what storm running is yeah i was about to say what what do we know about that what would that would that be culture would that be what kind of role i'm i'm curious feels physical science ish you can actually probably just look it up on the infosphere like you probably don't need any additional okay. any additional Google. checks it makes me think of, oh my god, I love that movie, Stardust. 
Oh, such a good movie. The Captain Shakespeare. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's that's, that's the images that it provokes. But yes, Relora's curious about about that. So it's going to do a little infosphere search. Ooh, I got a 24 on culture. Yeah, okay. Bolster that with Relora's search as well. Okay, and um, what's your, do you have, like, do you have a particular question? What is it? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> what is storm running? You get a lot of results. A couple of the results are sort of histrionic news articles that have headlines about, like, it's so dangerous and super illegal. Oh, okay. But some people do it anyway, and they're bad. Those kinds of headlines. And then you, you know, you find another couple art- articles that actually go into a little more of what it is specifically. So, okay, so storm running is a, a a very dangerous occupation where essentially, you know, you take you take a ship that's kind of specially equipped to do this task out to a gas giant, and you scan the sort of swirling storms in a gas giant for valuable minerals. And then you take your ship in close and you cast out mining nets to try to scoop these minerals out oh. of the storm. It's it's dangerous because those, you know, gas giant storms are usually very extreme conditions. Lots of like wind, lightning, pressure, etc. Interesting. That sounds cool. That makes it extremely dangerous to do which is why it is also illegal but it is also very profitable (laughs) high risk high reward if you also you know I assume that you would also look up stuff about VESC 5 Mm -hmm. yep so VESC 5 it's the fifth planet from the Viscarium sun because the VESC are really creative about naming and it's essentially a purple gas giant that is surrounded by many moons and a ring of space debris that's collected over millions of years. And Vesk 5.1 is the largest moon and primary settlement of Vesk 5. The settlement of Quarisk, which is a Formian colony, is actually located inside the ring. It's quite small. And as the Void Jammer nears it, Anyone who is monitoring the science station will detect that there is a massive lightning vortex nearby as you're passing through the rings of Vesk 5. Pretty. Better give that a wide berth. You can detect that there is a ship within the storm. Oh, and no. if someone wants to make me a computer's check, I'll do I it. I'll do it. A little more. <laughs> Saren is manning the science helm, will point out. There seems to be some sort of massive lightning storm, and oh, oh, oh my god, there's a ship in there. Oh, by the way, Dan, I wonder, if are they going to be okay? Beep boop, beep boop, scan, clicky clicky on the computers. Clicky clack clack clack. I rolled a 10 for a 22. Oh, very nice. It just so happens that this is exactly the ship that Tarika told you to find. <sighs> this is the wild oh. magic. Oh. The ship is stationary um, within the vortex. But since you succeeded your computer's check by so, so much, like the DC was seven. Oh, wow. 
I didn't even need to roll. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> naturally. Yeah, you probably didn't even need to roll. You can tell from your scan that the wild magic has sustained significant damage. That's the ship we're looking for, Captain. It's the the wild magic. Uh, looks like it sustained quite a bit of damage. Uh, shall I have Relora head us head us in? Uh, before we do that, let's see if we can bring her up on the comms. Make sure maybe she can give us a better approach vector. All right, pinging for signal. So you are able to make contact, but it is super choppy and it's audio only. Video oh, okay. video is not possible. The storm interference is is too much. So you do hear someone does pick up on the other line saying, "Who's there? Can't scan a damn thing in this vortex. I'd stay away if I was you. Don't come any closer." This storm is home to a lot more than flying rocks. Uh, hey, man, this is Friday Francisco. Tarika sent us to assist with you. Oh, shit, this is the Void Jammer? Yeah, it is. I would say it's nice to meet you, but the circumstances kind of fucking suck. Uh, I'm currently under attack by a shard diver, and I think you should get out of here before it does the same to you. Uh, Saren, what's a shard diver? <laughs> uh, what, what sort of check would I make for that? Life science. Life science. Let me see. Do I even have life science? Oh, I have a plus six to life science. Ooh, then you can make the check. I'll try and aid. Ooh, I only rolled a 15 total. So 17 with the aid. That's enough. Okay. This is a shard diver. Oh, it's like a fucked up bull whale. Yeah, it looks like a fucked up bull whale. It's got like little bulbous things growing all over it. That's tools, little eggs. It's it's a variety of space whale. So a shard diver, Saren, you would know, is a starship-sized creature. Oh, God. That hunts in the swirling chaos of vortex storms with its maw open, feeding upon minerals ejected from the planet's core and or any ships that also happen to be attempting to get the minerals as well. It's a fucked up space whale, Friday. Uh, <laughs> it, it, feeds on, it feeds on the energy of, it, I don't know, storms and ships that try and steal those minerals. Um, it's about the size of a spaceship, so you think we could take it? I think we got some new things to test out. So, Fanny, why don't you pull us up in front of that ship and we'll drop it to mine and see if it's dumb enough to follow us. All right. Now, Wild Magic, are you dead in the water? Do you have any propulsion, any movement, any systems online? Uh, no, I cannot move. It disabled my propulsion systems. I am dead in the water. I can't even use my nets. My nets have been kind of flung away. Okay, well, we're going to see if we can draw this this beast off you and uh, we'll be around to get you fixed up. All right, Calamity, that might sting a little bit. I'll steer the best I can to hope you don't get sapped. I mean, once again, I do not have nerve endings. Oh, well, well then lucky you. Here we go. Well, <laughs> just, you know, don't blow us. Don't blow us up and I should be fine. Calamity's in for the fun, aren't you, Calamity? I mean, you know, do I love this? No. Will I do it? Sure. Someone's in danger. Just again... Don't let me blow up. All right? Okay. Well, yeah, we don't want you to blow up because if you blow up, we blow up too. So, I mean, we're in this together. All hands prepare for potential turbulence, or as we sometimes call it, rough space. In we go, heading set. Uh, Fanny, if you uh, if you just get enough by their nose to get, get their attention, and then we'll drop a mine as soon as we get by and 
Hopefully they'll fly right into that and that will give us a little bit of an advantage. This is going to be the beginning of Starship Combat, by the way. Like we're, we're going to be using Starship Combat rules to navigate this scenario because it is it is a turn-by-turn situation. Saren, is there any way to make the mine look like it's a, a mineral rock that might attract it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have them out of time to do that, but probably I could do something to so that it gives off gives off a particular energy reading that would be a, that would smell pretty tasty to the to the shard diver that works perfect okay so engineering engineering phase is there anything anything you want to do Saren? um well could i do the thing that i just said and like kind of screw with the mine a little bit to make it smell tasty to a space whale or should i just do like a thing to power up the the speed what what would you do to make it smell tasty to a space whale just out of just out of curiosity my assumption is that i would probably find some way so that it like is very briefly leaking some form of radiation or something that like leaking energy ish in a way i don't know i don't know what things the this this creature finds appetizing so yeah i don't think that that's going to be possible within the confines of like a turn-based thing like if you had a, if you had time to research and mess with it okay maybe but i think given that we're talking about like six seconds or so worth of time sure i don't think so uh what was your other thought just give us more speed yeah, more more speed. See, because you you have you're trying to reach the wild magic as quickly as you can. So speed you can do. Okay, I'll be making an engineering roll then. I think it's DC fifteen. I rolled a thirteen for a twenty five. Great, that is certainly a success. I beep boop beep and like pull down on like a lever and reduce power to the um, bathrooms uh, and send that power to the engines. <laughs> Googs in there and all of a sudden the the anti grab goes. Oh gosh. Amazing. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> mean. Also, I never told anyone about Charity Mark V, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Whoop. She's just still in there. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have said something, but whatever. <laughs> we can we can retroactively say that you dropped her off somewhere on your way out here. Yeah, we'll figure it out. She's still in there. It's fine. All right, great. Okay, uh, we're to the helm phase now. What are we doing during the helm phase? Danny, you get you get to control the weapons this time. So when you think the time is right, when you're flying by, drop that mine. Oh, my. Okay, Angel, make a piloting check. All right, piloting check. Here we go. Dang, I'm going to roll with those. Uh, that would be a 32. Woo. Shh. Go ahead and use the computer, too, for a full 34. Well, I, I suppose. That check's going to be constant feed of the electromagnetic spectrum, which uh, Relora will use in conjunction with the piloting. That's how I'm interpreting the bonus, since uh, they're going to be coming into kind of that rough space. So that is a 34. All right, course laid in. Adjustments made. Everybody, hopefully, they're all buckled in. I'm a little bummed out because I rolled a natural 20, which would have put me on par with Angel's roll, but that, ex- that extra plus two, actually, it does beat my roll. Yeah! Oh, good call. Yeah. So that's that's too, that's too bad, and I feel like I've been wait. I, Ramadazzle <laughs> forced me to waste a natural 20. I'm um, a little upset. 
Angel, make your make your move. The the beast will not be moving this round because it has not noticed you yet. Relora will bring up on the display kind of like a similar space map. Now, Captain, you indicated you'd like me to do a strafing run. All right, mapping course. Here we go. Okay, uh, Ballad, drop that mine. Roger. So we move on to the top of the next round. First of all, both the Wild Magic and the Void Jammer are each going to take 10 points of damage. Just from being in the vortex, because there's uh. minerals flying everywhere. It's it's very dangerous. Like, stuff is just hitting the ship, both ships. When you scanned the Wild Magic earlier, I will I will just say, Heidi, you did notice that one of the systems that has failed on the wild magic is its shields. Oh no. So it's it's taking it's taking hull damage and not damage to its shields. Their shields are down. We gotta make this fast so that we can get them out of there. Saren, you might want to do a scan now that we're closer up. Aye aye, Captain. I'll swap to the science officer's position prior to the engineer fades. And then if we're comfortable with it, I'll just act first to scan the, the Shard Diver. Okay, sounds good. I rolled an 18 to scan them. Scan the big whale beastie. Scanners, scanners are still patchy, but they are, they are still working. So you passed. Cool. So you get basic info. It's got a forward attack, a port attack, and a starboard attack. Okay. Its various attacks are all ramming. Perfect. It doesn't have any ranged weapons. It's it's its entire attack system is it has to ram you with its horns or its spine. Oh, it's going to be in for a pleasant surprise. Yeah, if we can get it to move through our space, we can get free attacks. Because we do get attacks of opportunity if they move through our square. Right. Well, and also if we lay mines... If it leaves a square around where the mine is at, then this mine explodes and it takes damage. Okay. So that's that. And then other information. You know that the shard diver is immune to the damage and effects within the vortex mm. itself. It is adapted for this environment. It is taking no damage and it has extra maneuverability within this environment because it is adapted for it. Cool beans. I will convey that, that all uh, all of the all of its attacks are based on ramming us, so keep us out of range if we can, and then um, we'll just focus on, you know, focus on taking it out. All right. Okay, um, helm phase once again. All right, here we go. Don't fail me now. 31. That definitely beats mine. So what do you want to do? Or sorry, no, actually, I go first. Never mind. That's how it works. So as soon as you entered the vortex, the shard divers appeared to lose interest in wild magic and has focused on new prey. Oh, oh. And it being an animal and not, you know, a starship crew doesn't really recognize that like there's a mine there so it's just going to <laughs> barrel just it's just gonna make a beeline straight for the void jammer and you said it affects adjacent hexes too yep okay so it's it swims through space towards you maw gaping wide open ready to go Gah! like and clamp you clamp 
with its jaws, clamps, and it does go through part of like the the adjacent hex to where your mine is. So what happens? I believe uh, Jess uh, Ballad needs to do an attack. Yeah, so I rolled a 16 total. Yeah, that totally beats its TL. Oh, cool. Did it have a TL at all? It had a TL. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) Good, because I didn't roll very high. 22 damage. Good gravy. 22. Oh, yeah. You blow a hole in the side of this thing. Like, ouchie. Like ouchie, ouchie indeed. Along along this creature's port side, like the the mine hits it, and it just goes, and you can see that it's just got a huge wound in the side. You took you took a chunk out of this thing. Oh, the poor deer. Pobrecito. It's just oh, trying to eat you. Yeah, I know. Is that so wrong? I don't think it's so. just doing what nature demands of it. It's just doing what nature demands of it. And we're doing what nature demands of us. Unfortunately for all of you, it still gets its Uh-oh. attack. It just, you know, it moves through the mind space, takes damage from the mind, whatever. It's still going to try to ram you with its horns. So, nope, nope. Angel gets to move still. I do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't moved yet. Oh, that's right. All right, I'll do a back off. Uh, so this half speed backwards without making any turn. All right, you folks are going to feel just a little rumbly in your tummy, but that's normal. Oop, I made the DC. Perfect. All right, here we go. All right. Hey, full thrusters, all full reverse. Wee! Boom. <laughs> Who needs <laughs> turns? We don't need to turn. Wee! Yeah, um, fantastic. Valid. <laughs> turn this fish into some fry, and I'm going to roll my diplomacy. I'm so good at making seafood. 28 plus 4, so that's my plus 2 plus the computer 2, so add 4 to your roll. Hell yeah. Probably going to need it, because I rolled bad. Well, not bad, but not great. All right, what, what'd you get? Uh, 15, but then I had 7 total, so 22. 22 that will hit it okay yes (laughs) you got me with the anticipation uh i know it was like oh my god (laughs) 25 points of damage on that 25 points of damage good gravy damn we're nuking it very nice Certainly another chunk of this thing has been taken out. Get blasted. 47 points of damage to this poor fish. Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of like recap what's happened so far, the Void Jammer enters this swirling vortex. Debris is everywhere. You know, your shields are flickering because so much debris is hitting it. The wild magic at the center of the vortex, captured, unable to move. You can actively see that there are uh, that there has been significant hull damage done to the ship already. This giant starship sized monster that was attacking the wild magic turns around and comes directly for your ship, but its jaws close on nothing as Miss Fanny's quick thinking 
backs the void jammer up too fast for it to actually catch you and you're able to hit it with a missile. And with that, we move to the next round. Oh, wow. Wowza, wowza. I'll jump back to, to engineer. Both void jammer and uh, wild magic take an additional six points of damage. So disperse that however you like uh, around your shields. We are at 36 on our shields on all sides. Uh, lighter up, Ballad. Diverting power to the, the guns. I rolled a 24 total, which succeeds. So all your ones are twos. I'm going to take my action now. I reach out to right, yeah, Trexo, and I'm going to give her my bonus. Hey, we got you back. We got your back against this shard runner. Do what you can to keep your ship up and running. So I'm going to try to encourage her to give her a plus two with whatever she needs. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you're sweet. I love that. Go for it. And I rolled a 19 for a 31. So she is super. She's feeling really encouraged that like someone has come to help her and seems to be doing a bang up job of it. So you hear like kind of a fuzzy message back going like, oh, I know I told you to leave, but I'm so fucking glad you didn't. Thank you. 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 We're the best this crew. Just keep your ship together before so we can take care of this. Okay. Helm phase. Angel, I forgot to ask you to do this last time, but you actually have to make two piloting piloting checks for oh. being in the vortex. One, to keep the ship steady at all. And then the next is to move, is to figure out when you move. So make me, okay. make me a piloting check to see if you can even hold the Void Jammer's space. Okay, the first one is that last one there in the chat. So that's the one I rolled at the start of this one. So that's a 31. Okay. And yes, you're able to hold her steady. One. Oh no, this is my turn one. This one's a <laughs> 19. Okay. Or 22. Sorry, I forgot about the plus two. 22. Let's see how the shard diver does. Come on, shard diver. This is your opportunity to skunk me. It does not skunk you. Um, oh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it got a 20, which would be, oh, you know, oh, an impressive computer. number if it wasn't against you. <laughs> Literally saved by the computer. Ah, it's a good thing you upgraded those computers. Okay, uh, so you are able to hold the Void Jammer steady and able to make a coherent plan of action as the beast comes about and once again head straight for you. Maw wide open, getting right oh in your my. face. The beast is upon me. The beast is upon you. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Fanny, we're going to need to keep close by because it might be in melee distance with the other ship. So we want it to stay on us. Let's see, here we go. Uh-oh, I might not make it. That's 12, 13, 14. So I don't know if that makes a DC because the DC says 10 plus one and a half are tier. Yeah, so it's 14 total. Yeah, you made it. Oh, so I made it? Oh, 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 God. That's, <laughs> oh, it's a little bumpy. Meets it beats. Dang, that was, that was a rough roll. All right, so back it up one. That was a nice choice. Uh, I'm, I am a little sad because I did oh. want to ram you. 
Ooh, almost, almost happened. I'm mildly bummed out, but that's that's okay. No. All right, gunnery phase. Calamity, let's make this one extra juicy. <laughs> sure. One extra juicy shot coming right up. <laughs> Thank you, Calamity. I got a 20. Yeah, nice. Um, That definitely hits. Cool. Ooh, I rolled big. 29 on that one. Ooh, doing some good damage. Uh, yeah. What I'm envisioning is this thing is once again coming up upon you. Its mouth is wide open and you're using your forward firing arc to shoot straight into its mouth, down its gullet, and it explodes from the inside. Oh, great shot. And then it's the remains of its husk just go limp and it starts being pulled into the vortex. Aw, I wanted some of its meat. Aw, too bad. We are still going to continue using starship combat rounds to continue navigating the situation. We're moving back to our engineering phase. You've defeated the monster, but there is still the problem that the wild magic is dead in the water. Uh, How do you want to try to get it out? I'll announce now I'm switching to chief mate. Okay. Hey, uh, your trick, so do you have a grappling hook that you can grapple at us? Um, no, no, I don't have grappling hooks. Although, you know, okay, so what could work is you could, you could try to attach my mining nets to my ship and drag me out of here. Oh, okay. That's a possibility. I, I don't think, I don't want to spend any more time in here to try to repair the ship while we're actually still in the vortex, because I'm... I, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I am not feeling good about how about how badly damaged my ship is at the moment. That actually reminds me, I need to roll more damage. We're, we're gonna try to get you pulled out of there. Quickly split, Saren. You got a you got a key on how we can attach those nets. I mm-hmm. split up five points of damage around your shields. Oh, great. Uh, okay. Um, the wild magic is beginning to look like it is in pretty rough shape. Like there are there are significant hull breaches that you can that you can scan. If you make me an engineering check, a direction may present itself to you. All right. Uh, Saren sits and thinks in the the middle of the storm. The, the lightning reminding her of the very little time that she spent on Shimansara. Oh, wow. That was really bad. That was 15 total. <laughs> oh, meets it beats, Saren. That, oh, was, that oh. was a near miss. <laughs> Tight. So close. You just made it. You sit and you and you have a think, and she does come up with a plan. You can fabricate a hook to try to snag the abandoned nets that Yatraxa was using to mine, and then have them hooked to the void jammer, and then you might be able to scoop the wild magic in the nets and drag it out. I think if we made a giant hook, we could gather the nets and use the nets to, to collect the starship, the wild magic, and drag it out of there. So, um, I'll get to work on that. I'll, gra- I'll get the goblins. The nets, you can, you can see them from where you're at. They are floating sort of on the edge of the storm. So while Saren works on the hook... Uh, y'all might want to get closer to the nets. 
Okay, so we're moving on to helm phase. Angel, I'm going. I'm still going to need you to make me a piloting check to see if you can hold the void jammer steady. All right, here's a steady check. Huh. It's a 32. I despair of all of you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Nothing. Nothing fun happens to you. You're able to hold. You're able to hold the void jammer steady once more. Uh, do you fly closer to the nets? Yes, so I have plotted the course. Why don't you get us turned around, though, uh, Fanny, so that way we can, once we get them hooked, we can go right towards the ship. Okay, we have enough movement for me to face this way. And that's just standard standard movement. We're not doing a gunnery phase on this one, and Jess did switch to chief mate. So we're moving into another round. Uh, Void Jammer and Wild Magic take eight points of damage. Was that one CC? Saren, I hope you got something going. You got this, though. I believe in you. And let me roll my diplomacy roll. Oh, wow. I rolled a one. So I rolled a 13, which I don't think does Uh, it. I will. will, Does boosting you help if I give you like a diplomacy boost? Am I allowed to aid? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I will I will take the plus two from the computer. Oh, no, I guess Saren's not feeling that encouraged. <laughs> that was a real encouraging speech you gave there. <laughs> That's what you get for opening with, I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> how is it how how does the computer help you encourage your crew member to make a hook? Good. I look up some parable parables that are ex- inspiring. I think the thing is, it's like it does the computer. The computer is allowed to affect any role, not like regardless of the fact that it seems like it shouldn't. With the, I think that sounds silly, but okay. If that's if that's the rules, that's the rules. <laughs> Maybe you bring up schematics. <laughs> you go on Wikipedia and, or the wiki how how what is it how wiki or what did yeah wiki it is. how he's just reading off the wiki how how to make a huge space uh, uh, <laughs> hook I just pull up some random big inspiring speech and just read it verbatim to Saren and that that, that. well but it bar- it's barely encouraging so I'm just imagining you're either you're reading a speech or you're reading like the schematics for a, a space hook and Saren's like yeah I know all of this okay okay actually that I didn't know okay that yeah that helps <laughs> I also love the idea of Saren like listening to Friday read this to Jur, but and it's not it's not inspiring exactly but it does make you feel more grounded and settled yeah yeah to make the hook <laughs> <laughs> so that gets me up so you get uh, you get a plus two and then you can use the computer again for another plus two <laughs> yeah that's a, that's what I'm gonna ask you Abby because this is not a typical starship combat role would the plus two apply in this particular instance from the computer uh, sure yeah okay that's fine with me so engineering to make that yep do make me another engineering check okay uh-huh Engineering with a plus four. Uh, that is a 28 total. I rolled a 12 Ooh. on the die. Ooh. Nice. All right. You make a fabulous hook. It's excellent. I take a giant umbrella and I bend it so that it's like a hook. <laughs> <laughs> and I attach it with diamond filament line. Okay. We move on to helm phase once again. Angel, keep her steady. Or don't. 
It'd be fun if you diamond filament. I was saving those for dessert. <laughs> I was making candy with the diamond filament for Saren. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Saren made a stage hook. Uh oh. Let me see. 17. 19. Oh, I don't know. That's a 19 right there. Fail. <laughs> oh, how'd it happen? <laughs> I was paying attention to um, <laughs> the captain's speech going, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where have I heard that before? Amazing! <laughs> and instead of looking, instead of looking at the electromagnetic uh, spectrum showing up on the display, which she's been using this entire time in conjunction with the piloting, that one time she looks away from the screen to look at the captain, like, "What's he? What's he reading?" But yeah, that's a nineteen. All right, so you get pulled one hex closer to the vortex <gasps> and away from oh, the no. nets. And you also get spun around. Woo! Oh no, what's gonna happen? And you end up in that basic. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't didn't Heidi hook the nets? The nets are already hooked, right? No, they're not. Not yet. Not yet. She spent the entire round making the hook. Ah. I thought that's what she was doing last round. Nope. She was identifying a way to rescue wild magic last Ah. round. Ah. And this time, G actually had to spend the time to make the hook. So the hook is not yet attached, and you're spinning wildly into a vortex. Yay! I mean, no, no. Oh, whoopsie. Sorry, sorry crew. <laughs> All good. <laughs> okay, we move to the top of another round. Da-da-da. Boy Jammer and Wild Magic take seven points of damage. Jeez, Abby, don't act so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, loved, oh. loved that low roll. Oh, no. oh goodness! <laughs> you hear your track so over the comms, going, "Hey, hey, hey, guys! Uh, how's it going out there? Um, coming? Rescue plan coming along? Good? Because uh, I think um, I think my warp, I think my drive core might be about to uh, have a have a severe, you know, problem." Oh God! We're, we're we're doing our best. We'll get you to these soon. Okay, I believe in you. I hope I better. Okay, so now that you have the hook ready, the next phase of this is to attempt to hook the nets from the cargo bay, but the ship has to be adjacent to the nets mm. for it to work. I will say that the character who is who needs to perform this task needs to have a nice athletics score. Yeah, that I know. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My plus one will do it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's, uh, the DC is kind of high. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure y'all got it. Don't worry about it. Uh, no. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going. Angel, make me another stabilization. Oh, that one's much better. That's a 26. Pass. I got a 23 to help with your turn. Basically, you can make one turn during the round as though the maneuverability of the starship were improved by one step. Oh, then that means I could turn immediately and just move. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. So you can maneuver Void Jammer back into place. Bella just ran over to a panel and like is forcibly like yanking on things. (laughs) <laughs> with her arms just straining. You hear like, <laughs> <laughs> so fun to use athletics to steer a starship. <laughs> <laughs> I can move it here. 
Just ripping it apart. Okay. <laughs> Top of the next round as uh, Miss Fanny guides Void Jammer back into place, holding her steady. Void Jammer and Wild Magic each take an additional six points of damage. Oh no. Oh god. I mean, we're through our shields at this point, aren't we? No, oh no, no. we're fine. Like, we still oh. have 30 shields on every arc. So much more worried about wild magic. The wild magic is not fine. Hey, 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 gang. Um, don't mean to rush you. Uh, I, I just want to let you know that I have uh, sealed the bridge at this moment because the rest of the starship, uh, the rest of the wild magic is 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 currently experiencing a uh, vacuum related issue. Uh, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm on the bridge. Just if that, you know, if that helps you to know. Good job out there. We, we, well, we, we hooked the nets up. We're heading your way. No, you haven't hooked the nets up. She doesn't need to know that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Great. He's counting on me. <laughs> what if I fuck up? <laughs> what if I fuck up? <laughs> Salad, I believe in you. You're kick Freddy, ass. you liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're amazing at athletics. I wish I could cast a spell. Uh, it would help if I could. Uh, and with my 29 this time, I definitely do give you that plus two. Oh, good. Okay. So Ballad is standing before the Void Jammer's cargo bay doors. They open onto a pretty scary gas giant space vortex. And Ballad, who needs no environmental protection, really, stands <laughs> uh, gravity boots firmly hooked into the metal of the ship with your hook. And I think and like you throw it at the nets. Ooh, the she doesn't need environmental protections, but you can still see as she's standing out there, her flesh just ripping away from her oh metal God. skeleton. And <gasps> so she looks just like hardcore as fuck, just getting torn oh, apart yes. by the solar storm. At all. <laughs> but she is unfazed and just whips it right out there. And I got a 29. Check. A 29 in your athletics check. Total. That passes. Oh. <laughs> that passes. Yeah. The net hooks in and you are able to drag the nets and they've been attached to Void Jammer. Yes. Okay, Fanny, get us there. Too sweet. Angel, make me two, make me, well, I guess you really only need to make me one piloting check again, just to, just to see if you can hold Void Jammer steady long enough to get to Wild Magic. Take the plus two from the computers too. Yeah, I was like, I'll take the computers then. All right. It is a 27. Okay, pass. You hold steady. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Getting bumpy out here. Oh, and wait, sorry. You you are going to have to make me another piloting check to see if you can scoop wild magic in the net as you pass. Oh, I'll use the hero point here. And that's a 27. Pass. Sweet. All right. We're going to take a sharp turn. Here we go. Off we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Please, 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 please. Are you able to make it out of the vortex on this turn? Um, can I roll an engineering? We, we kind of mo- scooched past engineering, but can I roll an engineering to give us a speed boost? Sure. I will just roll that real fast. 28. So give gave us two extras. So we have 14 total, which is, I think, just enough. Ooh. You turn the void jammer. You're 
Relora is just an absolute piloting hero, keeping the ship steady through this swirling chaos. You're able to turn and then shoot forward right past Wild Magic, scooping Wild Magic in the net and safely making it out of the vortex. Oh, good heavens. And Yatraxo comes on over the comms. He goes, oh my God, I'm alive. I'm alive. That is something I ain't never done before. (laughs) Oh my God. God, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I, I am, I am mighty thankful for the rescue, but, but, but I actually don't, I don't have any cargo to, you know, complete the job with. So do you want to give me my nets back and we can do the actual job now? You want to go back in there? I mean, uh, Captain, this is for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it'd be happy to give you that. And we'll, uh, we'll send some of our crew over to help do some maintenance, get your ship back up in shape get rid of that vacuum leak problem you're having oh no i've i've got i've got the repairs absolutely underway what i could use help with if you wanted to try your own hand at some proper storm running you can hang on to my nets and uh <gasps> go ahead and take a shot at it and you can I actually wanna... see your traxo overcomes now i just want to show you oh i want to see what she looks like what she looks like so this is your Oh my God! Oh, I love her. Oh, yeah, she is. She a cutie. Okay, purple hair with little braid on the top, big purple eyes, green skin, pointed ears. She's a fey child. Ballad comes walking back onto the bridge, and with her, like half of her body is just completely destroyed still, but mm-hmm. her nanites—you just see her skin, like flesh, slowly covering her as her nanites are fixing her up, and she's like, "I definitely." want to get in there <laughs> oh my goodness yeah that's the attitude i like to hear she is like she seems pumped honestly she seems like she is high on the adrenaline rush of surviving this experience yes. all of her equipment is sparking around her but she's like yes storm runners yeah do it i can guide you through the entire process i can handle fixing my ship and if you're down to give it a try i think it'd be fun I mean, do I not look like I'm down to clown? <laughs> you look like you are the downest to clown. Wow. You actually look like you could use some repairs yourself. Oh, it's happening. It's it's in progress. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, literally, it's just flesh growing. Although, I just realized she's, like, not wearing clothes in that case. So, she's like, oh, shoot. Hold on. Let me go. Let me go get changed. <laughs> Put on your storm chasing chones. No, she always has her armor on, so it's she's just it's just <laughs> her armor and not her usual sick outfit. I dig your hair. Usually, her her face flushes even greener, and she just like oh, th- thank you. I mean, you know, it's it's my natural color, so it's mine know. too. <laughs> Real? Oh well, you don't have purple hair. I was talking about my skin. Like, <laughs> really? You didn't do that? You were born that way? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I usually don't see that on humans. Yeah. I think I would have looked better with green hair than orange hair. So, you know, been like the reverse of you. I mean, I do think it's a flattering color palette. And Friday, it turns a little blushy. <laughs> oh, my. 
Aw, you two would be such a cute couple. Cute babies, too. Well, that's neither That's neither here nor there. You need a very cute babies with her. Oh, little purple babies. Neither, neither here nor there, because y'all have got a job to do. Oh, if, back into the fray. If you're into it. Yeah, you head back into that vortex storm. Oh, goodness. So in order to do your storm running... It's going to take three of you. So it's going to heavily involve a science officer, okay. the pilot, and the chief mate. Mm, Ooh. Okay. Hooray. Hey. So you head back in, and we're we're going to do this in rounds again, but it's not going to be it's not going to be starship combat rounds, but we are gonna we are gonna do it in rounds just to kind of keep track of who's doing what. Uh what's up, Angel? Would I be able to buff myself with a spell as we're going in? Sure. Yeah, you've got time to do that. You're not on a timetable with us. I'm going to use fluid morphism to make myself a little bit more dexterous, which, as you know, will impact my piloting. (laughs) (laughs) You take the void jammer back into the vortex, and I'm first going to need, for this first round, I'm going to need the science officer, which I'm assuming, Heidi, are you taking science officer? That would be me. That would be you. Go ahead and make me a computer's check to scan the storm for valuable minerals. Mm, I might, might as well use the, the plus two from the ship's computers. So I'll, I'll go ahead and that's a 26 total. 26 total. Yeah, you are able to detect which minerals are the most valuable flying through the storm. Oh, you go. I'm sensing vast quantities of abyssium, adamantium, jesset, and bricks. Probably, um, I mean, we. I can I can kind of guide you to wherever you need to go for any of those. Okay, so um, once you decide what, what metal you are going after, or if you just want to go ahead and scoop up everything you possibly can, I am going to need the pilot to make me a piloting check to see if you can navigate the storm. That would be a 34. Yeah, very nice. You are able to navigate this storm, no problem. Like you had one tiny hiccup earlier, but this vortex storm, it is no big deal for Relora. Uh, I'm picturing them like, now that they're used to how the the minerals are like swirling around, almost kind of like an order and chaos and doing like a kind of little sway, sway. Kind of getting, kind of getting into feeling the rhythms. Ballad. Let's have some fun. And I roll my diplomacy to encourage her. It's not starship combat rules. Oh, oh, I guess, I guess I just don't get to do anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you get to relax. Well, I, I was just gonna say maybe I'd go help Atraxo with her ship. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't come along. Just go flirt with your Traxo. It's fine. Just go flirt with your Traxo. You're great. <laughs> You're not an engineer, but you can sort of like hover and flirt. Yes. And get in her way while she tries to fix her ship. <laughs> I do love that idea. Yes, we. that is what happened. Friday is on the wild magic. Helping. <laughs> She's into it, though. She's into it. I don't like the pregnant pause in that sentence, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to roll my diplomacy check for that. See how that's going. Sure. (laughs) I rolled a natural 19 for a 31. (laughs) She's into you. She's super into you. She thinks you'd have adorable babies. She doesn't even mind that you dropped a a wrench on her foot, and she still thinks you're cute. (laughs) 
Okay, so back on the Void Jammer, uh, we are to the chief mate's responsibility. It has gone flawlessly so far. Give me a athletics check to see if you can maneuver the nets well enough to scoop. Ooh. Okay, 25. That's pretty that's pretty significant pass. Do oh, a good. great job. <laughs> Woot, we retire, become storm storm runners. <laughs> that's it. We're storm runners now. I mean, kind of. Like it, it you have learned how to do it. Like Yatraxo gave you all the details. She walked you through how you can do it. And the three of you are pretty good at all of the skills that you need to be able to be an effective storm runner. You could probably buy some nets and make a habit of doing this if you wanted. You can probably add this hint hint as a profession. Oh. To your character sheets. Okay. If you wanted. You spend uh, a couple hours at this while uh, Yatraxo and Friday and Yatraxo's crew are getting the wild magic up and running again. You're casting, you're just catching chunks of radioactive blue green abyssium, green crystal noqual, cicatites in there, horacalcum is in there. You even managed to pick up a little inubrix. And uh, it's a pretty successful storm run and when you're done and Friday is safely ensconced back on the void jammer with Yatraxo's personal comm number for reasons and a bonfire invitation I gotta, oh. you know if you want to hang sometime that'd be cool you know what so now Friday's got a bang comm too <laughs> ballad and Friday high five <laughs> <laughs> Way to be, you horny fuckers. Before you take off, Yatraxo tells you that she has already she already had a buyer lined up before the storm run. So, like, obviously, we can't sell anywhere in the Viscarium because what we just did breaks about a dozen laws. <laughs> Supposedly for our own safety, but come on. We know what's really going on. They just want all this sweet loot for themselves. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Selfish bastards. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> anyway, anyhow, I got a buyer all lined up for you at the Vartikum Bazaar. It's in the Marixa Republic. It's on the it's on the uh, home planet, the capital planet Marixa. Uh, head there. Uh, ask for Lindall. Here's his contact info, and he'll take care of you. And you can send me my cut. Sick. Sounds like a plan. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we're good on we're good on the cut. Uh, you know my my standard my standard cut of this is thirty percent. That sounds good to me. Well, I, I think that's a pretty good standard. But you know, but there there should be some hazard pay for you know saving your ass. Oh, and here I thought we had a connection. Oh, we do. But business is business, and I got mouths to feed of a crew. You know. Make me a diplomacy check. I hope this is not one. <laughs> uh, it's an eight for a twelve for twenty. I got just a twenty. Ooh, she she's got a she's still got a bit of a twinkle in her eye for you, but she does frown a little bit and be like, "No, seriously, I appreciate the rescue and everything, but I've got a business of my own to run, and I did give you the nets and all of the advice on how to do it." So that'll be a 30% cut for me. Sounds good. Gotta try. Hey, you know, I respect the game. Game recognizes game. I get it. 
<laughs> it was nice talking with you. Okay, so with that, you head off to actually sell your ill-gotten gains, according to the Viscarium. Your perfectly reasonably gotten gains, according to most other places. All you were risking was yourselves. Who cares, you know? I want to eat a piece of every rock we collected. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it. Hell yes, cannon, keep it. <laughs> this is Saren's dinner now. Chomps. <laughs> Just like incorporate incorporate all of it into your form, you know? A record of a record of this job. Get the choice cuts. Use the abyssium as a nice glaze. An abyssium glaze? Ooh. I'm imagining like mercury as a sauce on on all your Jirocs. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Mercury really does look like something I want to eat though. It does. That's food to me. <laughs> I'm still picturing that the mess hall has different filters on the lights because crystal or gem cuisine, instead of it, you know, like kind of like salt and having all these, it needs different. The crystal has to be under a different spectrum for flavoring as well. And presentation. You have, you have bisexual lighting. <laughs> yes, bisexual lighting. And, and not just for the salt for seasoning, but also for like the way that it's arranged on the plate. Like the light, there has to be like some light elements that are connected to either the yes. serving plate or whatever, so that the presentation of the dish itself is is high high cuisine. So you take your cargo to Marixa, which is the capital planet of the Marixa Republic. So the Marixa Republic is currently in a war with the Gitteron Authority, which you learned all about earlier in your travels on Voxa. And now you're kind of getting a chance to see the, the other, the other side of it. It is a beautiful world. It is temperate. It's a shining, shining blue marble of vast oceans, lush continents, and is home to a diverse array of species who all work together to create a free and prosperous world. It is Truly kind of an idyllic place to be. You land at a starport close to the Vartaikum Bazaar. And if someone wants to make me a culture check, they can learn more about it. And yes, Jess, you may use your underground knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, mm. That is a 23 culture. Oh, hey, I got the same. I got an 11. Amazing. Okay. Did you roll roll for it, Dustin? I my culture sucks. So, I I let the I let the I let the cultured people take care of it. <laughs> I let the cultured people. You uncultured swine. We make that joke every time. We do. <laughs> That's why I keep doing it. <laughs> Eventually it circles around to being funny again, you know. <laughs> Relora and Ballad. You both you know, you've you've studied the Marixa Republic or you've been there over the course of your very varied lives. And you already know that the Vartaikan Bazaar is an ancient marketplace that dates back to during the gap. No one remembers no one remembers founding it, no one remembers how it got started, but it got started somewhere in that time period. Mm. So it is old. It's almost as old as Ballad himself. Ballad, in particular, knows another little tidbit about the Vartaikum Bazaar. It's got a vast tunnel network underneath it that is used to smuggle illegal goods. Good to know. 
<laughs> Hopefully that, you know, doesn't come up. <laughs> good, good stuff to know and tell for people currently trying to smuggle star metals. Yeah. You've already got a contact, uh, someone that is willing to buy these star metals off of you, Lindahl. So you enter the bazaar looking for his stall and looking for him so you can make contact and figure out when you can make the exchange. Uh, who wants to make me a diplomacy check? I do. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> who, who could it be? Who would want to make the diplomacy check for this group? I have zero. Well, I have plus four culture, but I, uh, but I have great diplomacy. Yes, you do. Wow. Okay. I rolled a six for a 18 plus two uh, or plus. Yeah. Plus two. So that is a 20. Friday, you're great with people. You're a good listener. You got sharp ears. And so as you're wandering through this market, you know, making your way toward Lindahl's stall, you hear bits and pieces of information. And then if you stop to talk to people and ask more questions and gather more, you learn that a few days ago, Marixa law enforcement conducted a mass shakedown of the bazaar, arresting anyone who imports or exports anything to Vesk 5 while offering no explanation. And because your check was so high, you're able to gather an additional piece of information. Which is there is a rumor that a mysterious official representing the Viscarium ordered this crackdown, citing increased storm running as detrimental to the Republic's relationship with the Viscarium. But locals don't believe this reasoning and suspect that the arrests served as fronts to capture a specific target. So all of this information is kind of swirling around you. You're all getting a little more nervous because you've got a pretty good idea who the target might be of this increased crackdown on storm running. As you arrive at the market stall that you have been sent to find, Lindahl and Sundries, but find it closed and empty. Ah, shit. Not again. Meanwhile, back in, back on Vesk 3, Eshavayo Fireheart is leaving his office and he looks troubled. He looks like certain things are beginning to dawn on him about who's really running things. He's beginning to wonder, maybe Agavana Oathbreaker is no Oathbreaker at all. And this thought clearly bothers him quite a bit. He heads home. He opens the door to his apartment And then he sees nothing more as a black bag is shoved over his head. Oh, shit. Back in Vesk 5, because it did take you about five days, five days to get to the Marixa Republic, so things have progressed a bit. On the small moon of Quarisk, where Yatraxo has her office, she's sitting at her desk filling out forms, requisitioning new things for her ship, paying off her employees. Oh, shit. The lights flicker. (sighs) And she also disappears into a black bag. 
Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds <laughs> oh, production. God. Thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, based on the Reign of Winter Adventure Path for Pathfinder 1E. You can check that out and so much more on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Uh, you can also check in with us on Discord and Reddit or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to support the pod, support the incredible storytelling that we're doing here, you can go to our Patreon, fantasticworlds.cash, get access to behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows, and also get our undying gratitude for supporting our Queer Actual Play podcast network. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, your chief engineer, Saren Caceres, uh, and I am not concerned at all, TM. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Vamahillion. And this is Angel. I can be reached at Espinoza916. This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. This is your captain speaking. Uh, please put your tray tables up in their upright position. Uh, and unfortunately, all of our passengers have slowly seemed to be disappearing one by one. Uh, in the meantime, you can reach me at Dustin Alexander on the Sokial Medias. If you enjoy our show, do us a favor, help spread the word to friends and family you think also might find our show titillating. And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Peace you. Pew pew. Pew pew. What the heck? Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. There's Abyssium, Adamantine, Jezet, and Inubrix in the oh. storm. Oh, give me a second. Abyssium, Adamantine, Jes- Jesuits? It's <laughs> not Jesuit. Um, 